Good morning, everybody. It's Friday. It's the 2nd of October, and this is your Property News Live. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to the podcast. Just before we start, if you haven't already, please head over to that review button on iTunes or Spotify and leave me a review. It would go a long way. Thank you, folks. So straight in today, millions of people around the world relocate to a different country every year, whether it be for work, family or for leisure, especially those entering retirement. But which locations, though, have been the most appeal? Now, iProperty Management have examined Google's keyword planner to reveal which countries around the world people are looking to relocate to the most. Spain, a massively popular holiday and second home destination for Brits, unsurprisingly took the top spot for the most searched for country with 690,360 searches, 37,600 of which were from UK internet users. Spain was more than 194,000 searches ahead of Canada, which came in a perhaps surprising second place. As of 2019, Spain was home to over 624,000 foreign residents, approximately 10.3% of the country's population. Spain is especially popular with those from the UK, with Brits making up 69% of expats in 2018. So where are the rest of the countries? Well, the top five is number one. Spain, with an annual global search volume of 690,360. Number two is Canada, with 495,840. Number three on the list is France, with 484,800. Number four is Australia, with 242,760 searches. And number five is Portugal, with 212,280 searches. So there you have it, folks. Number one is Spain. It's the most sought-after location for UK nationals. A landlord who unfortunately and unlawfully let cramped and overcrowded bedsits and then harassed tenants who complained has been fined thousands of pounds and warned he'll be jailed if he tries to let any other property. Balaz Stolter was prosecuted by Wandsworth Council in South London after the authority received complaints from his tenants and it discovered that Stolter had been letting family-sized properties after unlawfully converting them into bedsits. In one case, he let a property in Tooting to five tenants after switching the living room and the dining room into bedrooms with shared kitchen and bathroom facilities. He did so without planning consent nor registering the property as a HMO. A statement from the council says, when Stolter found out that some of the tenants had complained, he waged a campaign of harassment against them. This included tampering with their water, their gas and their electric supplies and gluing up their locks. He also posted fake and negative online reviews of the company owned by the family of one of his tenants, which led to him receiving a formal police warning. When the case reached court at the end of last year, Stolter 
was convicted of unlawfully operating a HMO without a license. The council says that during his trial last year, Stolter produced what appeared to be a tenancy agreement apparently signed by a tenant confirming that the room he rented was not his permanent residence. However, the council alleges the document was fraudulent and the signature was forged. The tenant in question had returned to his native New Zealand and was living on the other side of the world at the time the agreement was signed. In court, last year, Stolter was fined £1,858 and ordered to pay the council's prosecution costs of £2,089 plus a victim surcharge of £170. The council also successfully applied for a banning order preventing him from operating as a landlord. Now, at Kingston Crown Court, in a recent separate hearing, Stolter appealed against the fines imposed by the magistrate and the banning order. A video linked to New Zealand saw the tenant whose signature was on the forged document testify he had never seen nor signed the document in question. Stolter's appeal was dismissed and he was ordered to pay a further £3,818 in costs. A Wandsworth Council spokesman said, By his own disgraceful and unacceptable behaviour, Mr Stolter has shown he is an unfit person to be a landlord and I'm delighted we've been able to take concerted action in the courts to not only secure justice for his tenants, but to prevent him victimising any others in the future. Next on today's list, the absence of good alternative investments and the modest pace of capital growth for property in recent years are thought to lie behind a new trend for landlords to hold on to buy-to-lets for longer than ever before. Research by a London lettings agency shows that 29% of investment properties sold in 2018 have been owned for more than 15 years. This is an increase from 22% just two years previous. Meanwhile, only one in five investment properties sold in 2018 had been owned for under five years, showing fewer buy-to-let landlords seeking to make quick profits. The agency says, analysis of alternative investment options shows just how sensible landlords are to hold on to their properties. For example, the FTSE 100 has fallen in value over the last five years and by the end of June this year, and 44 of the FTSE 100 companies have announced dividend cuts or suspensions, many because of the coronavirus crisis. In the third quarter of this year, FTSE 350 companies had cut dividends by 57%. While share prices have been volatile since the stock market crash in March, when coronavirus fears shook global indices, UK residential property prices have been stable or rising. Company chairman of Ludlow Thompson says, greater numbers of buy-to-let investors are now in the market for the long term. Interest rates are predicted to stay ultra-low for some time, and that helps keep mortgage costs low and rental yields extremely attractive versus other income-producing investments. He adds that this is good news for both the investor and their tenants. The government has been keen to encourage long-term leases to provide certainty for renters. Investors who are planning on holding onto a property for some time provides this guarantee. Furthermore, they are more likely to invest more money into the property's upkeep. 
And finally, the National Landlord Investment Show is preparing three online events this month and next as it creates virtual versions of its respected shows. The first is the Midlands, Manchester and North Show from 9am on Thursday the 8th of October featuring exhibitors and speakers on subjects including tax, finance investment, HMOs, education, legal, insurance and more. Organisers reassure virtual visitors that they will still be able to connect with their favourite brands and discuss their needs in person, browse the products and services on offer, watch seminars by leading industry experts and network and benefit from the depth of knowledge and experience the National Landlord Investment Show offers every year. Show founder Tracy Hanbury says, this is a hugely exciting opportunity for us at the Landlord Investment Show. We have exhibitors galore with superb products and services and an audience hungry to engage post-COVID-19 vacuum. With the property market remaining buoyant and government incentives to buy, there's no time like now to get involved. She says hundreds of landlords have already registered and this year, one of the keynote speakers at each of the three events will be David Smith, economics editor of the Sunday Times. We are all having to adapt to difficult circumstances and these online shows are a great way of doing so. I'm sure that they will be excellent and I'm very happy to be taking part in them. I'm looking forward to delivering my live seminars on the outlook for the economy and the housing market at all three, he says. Folks, that is your Property News Live for Friday. I'll be back here next week at the normal time. I'd love it if you could go over and please leave a review. That would be phenomenal. Thank you, folks. Don't forget to click on that subscribe button. Not, no matter what you do, don't forget to have some fun. Happy weekend.